1: Uh, Good afternoon to you, Good afternoon. And you are very welcome. Okay, lots of questions in. Let me get straight into the questions. Annette is in Ballonhassac. She is taking aloe vera for diverticulitis. Um, Is this the right thing to be taking? She also has a problem with sleep. She's tried valerian and Melissa's Dream and advanced sleep support, but none of those are helping. So, okay, start with the diverticulitis first. Aloe vera, is that the best thing to be taking?
0: Aloe vera is a very nice thing to take for anything to do with the gut because it's got very soothing and healing properties. Diverticulitis is where these little pouches blow out in the colon. So the colon is a kind of a smooth muscle. And what happens is some parts of the muscle weaken and it blows out into a little pouch. And the danger is that undigested bits of food as it's passing through the colon will get stuck and get infected. And then you get diverticulitis, which is the infection diverticulosis then is the pouches. So really the best way to prevent getting the infections is to make sure that you're having a regular bowel movement. So aloe vera is very good for that. But I also love one of my top favorites is the psyllium husk. So this comes from a plant, a a plantago type of plant. And it forms what they call a soluble fiber so if you put it into water it kind of dissolves into a gel like bloop and it's great because it actually can help bring form to a loose stool but it can also soften a hard stool So taking a spoon of that on your breakfast cereal every morning is very good for diverticulitis, um, for preventing it, and also making sure that you've got the good bacteria thriving in your gut. So in terms of eating the right foods, it's the vegetables and fruits that are really good, that have the fibres that feed the beneficial bacteria in our gut. So a diet that's very heavy in fat, sugar, and... um, Animal fats, particularly, are kind of favour the more non-beneficial bacteria. So make sure that at least fifty percent of every plate of food that you eat has fruit and vegetables in it, and that's going to make sure that those good bacteria thrive. You could always take a probiotic, and my general my advice is to take a general one which has got a lot of different types of bacteria in there, and don't spend your money on the very strong ones. Just go for the very broad spectrum ones. Okay. So and then on the sleep,
1: the sleep issue.
0: So unfortunately, I don't really have any good good um, news for that because natural remedies really don't actually work on your sleep centre to knock you out. What they really do is they bring down the hormones that keep us awake, like adrenaline and cortisol. So they try, they bring those down and they kind of elevate the brain alpha waves that are good for kind of relaxing calm so you can drift off into a natural sleep so they work like that and unfortunately they don't work for everybody so some people might actually need to take a sleeping tablet and if you're just looking to break a cycle because sleeping tablets are addictive and the doctors are very reluctant to hand them out for long term um, you could try and get the drowsing antihistamines in the in the pharmacy because they will knock you out, um, and you'll get a, a couple of hours sleep with them at least. So again, these wouldn't be great to take long term, but they certainly can help a short term. Uh, problem and they can help you get back into a normal sleep pattern. So the the antihistamines that make you drowsy, try those for a couple of weeks.
1: OK, and it's all about good sleep hygiene, isn't it? And working at it, going to bed at the same time, getting up at the same time, being careful what you're eating and drinking before you go to bed, Absolutely. screen time. There's no a, caffeine at yeah. yeah. three
0: o'clock in the afternoon. There's no electric app. things in the room. So to get rid of get rid of alarm clocks that have got the LED display don't have your phone in the room keep anything outside make sure everything electric is turned off because it's actually that electricity is one of the worst disruptors for sleep
1: in mm, a room yeah and there's nothing worse than not being able to get a a, a good night's sleep uh, okay and uh, next now there's two questions in on uh, tinnitus is there any treatment for tinnitus
0: so there is actually a couple of things that can help but with tinnitus, there's different types of tinnitus. So there's tinnitus that results as a, as a result of hearing damage and people who would have been in environments where there would have been a very loud sounds, or that have had an injury to the ear. Unfortunately, that kind of tinnitus, really there's nothing you can take that will limit that or, or make it any better. Um, there is a programme, I think, in Ireland that they run For people who suffer from tinnitus and all it does really, it's very good, but what it does is it helps you become accustomed to the noise so that you can live with it, but it doesn't actually do anything to reduce the noise of the tinnitus. The second type of tinnitus can result after an infection or a viral infection in the inner ear that causes inflammation of the canals and you can feel vertigo. Some people get vertigo, they feel dizzy and nauseous and some people get tinnitus. So for that, you can follow an antiviral and anti-inflammatory approach. So for that, I always recommend the olive leaf extract as your antiviral, And then, for your um, natural anti-inflammatories I would rec- recommend curcumin which is the extract of termic and boswellia and take those for a, a couple of months and that hopefully would help bring down the inflammation and manage the tinnitus um, rosemary actually is very good as well so drink rosemary tea or get a good organic rosemary oil and you can maybe put a few drops of that into some boiling water and drink it as a tea as well and then the third type of tinnitus in my experience comes from a misalignment of the spine where there's a nerve being trapped and there, again there's nothing you can take for that the best thing to do is to go to a good osteopath or a good chiropractor and have them work at it and that's how I managed to resolve my tinnitus but I knew mine was related to my neck Patricia because when my back and neck would get sore the tinnitus would get worse yeah, and when my pinpointed. neck was good I'd have none so I can highly recommend Dr. Krina Maloney she's over in Wilton and she is she's my chiropractor and I would trust her
1: wholeheartedly. Okay, well done, well done. Now here's one of those embarrassing ones. Question please for Annalise. It's for my mother who is in her eighties and she has as she's gotten older, she's suffering terribly with flatulence. Every time she moves or stands up, it's hugely embarrassing for her. Is there anything Marie says that I could, that you could recommend that could help?
0: So I think there's a couple of things that might help there and probably as you get older you're not as um, mobile so it's getting trapped and when you move then it's being released. So probably the most practical thing I would say is that she should probably, um, you know, when she wakes up in the morning she should probably try and pull her legs up to as far as her chest as she can and try and get some release before she even gets out of bed. But what you can take to reduce flatulence is something called activated charcoal. It actually is exactly that. It's just charcoal, but it can absorb the air bubbles into itself and then it's just you just release it naturally with the bowel movement, the charcoal goes out. And that's great if for people if you have to be anywhere um, because a lot of people suffer from flatulence. It can
1: be really embarrassing. I mean, very for fast. a woman in her 80s, it can be just yes. so embarrassing. Well, you just
0: don't want to go anywhere. Yeah, you don't want yeah. to be out in public. So the the great thing about that is that it works very quickly. You take it before you eat and after you eat. So you can take it on a day where you know you're going to have to be out and about.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the other thing that can help as well is a probiotic. Um, There is one called One Week flat that a lot of our customers would take in order to kind of get bloating down before an event. But bloating is caused by trapped wind, so it'll work for that. And it's by a company called OctiBac. It's called One Week flat, And that might help in the long term to reduce the amount of wind and then the, um, the activated charcoal. And actually, now that I think of it, Patricia, another thing that might help as well, especially with the elderly, digestion isn't as efficient. So, taking a digestive enzyme that would help you break your food down better, so there's not as much substrate for bacteria to ferment, that can help in more ways than one. It'll help with flatulence, it'll help with bowel movement, and it'll help them get the best out of their food. So, just a a kind of a good broad spectrum digestive enzyme from the health shop.
1: Okay, and since we have a lot of stomach issues today, could Andy's, this is from Nora, could Andy's recommend anything for a nervous stomach? You know, when you get that butterfly feeling.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And actually, it's nothing to do with the stomach. Um, What I will recommend is actually more to do with the nervous system, but it's how it affects the stomach. And it does give you that kind of fluttery, Mm. sticky feeling in your stomach, that anxiety. So there's a couple of things that work very well to settle anxiety quickly. Uh, One is cannabis oil, CBD oil. And people, when they hear it, they think, oh, my God, but it's minus the bit that gets you high. So you can take it and you can drive and operate heavy machinery, no problem. You'll pass every drug test. There's nothing in it a leak, but it is very good for getting a kind of grounding and balancing you and making you feel calm within the space of 10 to 15 minutes of taking it. The other thing that works brilliantly as well immediately is L-theanine. Again, it does exactly the same thing. It just helps to bring down the stress hormones that are creating that sticky feeling. Um, and it works within about 10, 15 minutes. So they are the main ones that work immediately. And then generally, just if your stomach is a bit off, there is um, a one that is designed particularly for people who get a dodgy stomach when they're stressed. And it's by the company that make BioCult. But it is called, um, gosh, can I remember what it's called now? It's called um, there's Zen Zenflora, Z-E-N-F-L-O-R-E. It's by the. It's uh, sorry. It's by the same company that make Alpharex, and I've had good results with that. With customers who feel that their stomachs get a bit off when they're stressed. So yeah. it's about Z-E-N-F-L-O-R-E and you'll get it in health.
1: It's That's funny, you know. really. I I would be the same. Any stressful period in my life, it'll always affect my my stomach. Um, and I would have a friend of mine. She always gets really bad headaches. It's it's stress affects people differently, doesn't it? Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Patricia and I do believe that stress is um, one of the biggest causes of disease and illness yeah. um, especially in our time because when you're stressed your body uh, everything in your body is operating for fight or flight yeah, and yeah. not op- op- optimally working so um
1: we need to um, all, yes, all work on our stress, stress levels. Now, a listener is contacting us about gallstones. Anything for gallstones, please? What should I be eating? I know a low fat diet helps, but I'm wondering are there fruits or any other foods that Annalise could recommend? I may have to have a gallbladder removed, but I'm really trying to work on not having to have that operation if I can do stuff myself. Okay,
0: so. Absolutely, there's lots you can try first before surgery. So gallstones are formed by a combination of kind of cholesterol and salts that harden and form stones in the gallbladder. And they can get to a size where they then start causing problems within the gallbladder. The main function of the gallbladder is to hold bile to release into the small intestine when you're digesting fats. so if you've stones in your gallbladder you're going to find it very very hard to digest fat and when you eat fatty food you'll probably feel nauseous you might even get the runs so in the short term taking something that will help you digest your food would be of benefit so there's two things that you could try there's um there's a uh, Supplement called Galixir, G A L E L I X I R, and that's very good to take before a fatty meal to help you digest it better. Or you could just try a digestive enzyme. Um, and that's a short term um, relief just to help you digest your food. So, in order to treat gallstones then, or to try and minimize them, there are a couple of things. the first one is a South American herb called Quebra, Q U E B R A, Quebra Pedra, P E D R A. It's known, it's called Stonebreaker, and it's specifically to help soften out the salts that harden those stones so that you can pass them naturally. So you can either get it as a supplement or you can take it as a tea. And I would certainly take that for a couple of months along, months along with um, with the digestive support. The other thing that can help is something called malic acid that we get in apple juice. So you could eat plenty of apples or you could drink a glass of apple juice every day. And that malic acid also helps to soften the stones and make them easier to pass. And then in terms of diet, there's no particular foods that will help other than the malic acid in in apple juice. But I think reducing fat will help you feel better until the gallbladder is improved.
1: Okay, back to the wind problem. I have a boy with uh, cystic fibrosis. He's on a lot of medication, but he also suffers from a lot of wind. He is on the Alflorex. But I'm not finding that it works. Is there anything else that Annelies would recommend for a boy with CF who has to take a lot of meds and the yeah. fractures problem? So,
0: and one of the big issues with, with CF as well is that it's fat digestion is very, very difficult. So they yeah. generally take something called Creon, which is a an enzyme that helps to digest fat. So what I would suggest there is probably the first thing to do is increase the Creon, possibly, um, and see does that help break down the fat because that could be maybe he's he's got a higher requirement for that at the moment. Um, taking a digestive enzyme would be very important uh, even on top of the Creon um, if uh, maybe something like, um, there's a very nice one called Ultrazyme that we have here and it's got a little bit of ox bile in it so that ox bile in itself can help digest them. Um, digest fats a little bit better normally when people say they get a lot of wind I ask them is it the silent but deadly variety which means it's probably more a fat and protein issue okay. or if it's loud and proud and loud and proud generally <laughs> it's fermenting and that's maybe a bacteria issue so if it's a bacteria I'd often recommend um, a probiotic to try and get the good bacteria in there as well so that might help in that okay, case these
1: questions have to be asked just very quickly who is the, who's the chiropractor that you recommended in Wilton?
0: Her name is Dr. Krina Maloney, and I think it's called the Wilton Family Chiropractic is the practice. She's got a website.
1: Okay, we'll leave it there. Thanks for that, Annalise. Thanks, Patricia. And Annalise, as always, puts up all of the information and all of the items that we spoke about today on her website, healthhubstore.com, as heard on the radio.
0: Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra.